0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I am not Chris Witt. With me, as always, Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam Hart, how are you today, sir? Already messed it up. How are you today, sir?
1: I'm <laughs> um, spectacular. How are you?
0: If I was any better, I'd be you, brother. <laughs> this is brought to you by TrainingPersonally.com, a great gym. Adam will tell you more about it later. Ohio Mosquito Control, Ohio.MC.com. Get rid of those mosquitoes and delhi dugout.com. Uh Mr. Speedos and Cheetos is not here today, uh, but I got his Orioles hat on, and I will do my best to weigh in on things that I don't know anything about.
1: Is that okay? It is okay, and you do know about them, because all we're going to do is talk about last night's Reds game, the most entertaining game uh, of the year, probably the the most disappointing one to me, mm-hmm. but the most entertaining, probably. And um, and then we'll talk about the trades. The trade deadline was today at four o'clock, and the Reds made three deals um, that really? are uh, that's going to uh, change the way they look uh, this year and next year, especially. So we're gonna go over that stuff, and then we're probably going to uh, just fool around for a little bit until my phone dies. Okay. Now, if you're watching on Facebook Live, Joe started the show. Uh, Joe is in place of Chris. Chris is on his 11th vacation of the year. Um, so, and and it's I know it's 11 because I checked with HR. Uh, before mm-hmm. we came in, yeah. I asked him to see the the um, time cards, and this is his eleventh vacation. He has been out of vacation hours for a very long. T- I mean, he ran out of vacation hours in April, I think.
0: Did he? I was going to ask if how many more vac- more vacations he has left.
1: Well, he's in the red. He's, he's been in, in, oh, the he's red in the red for okay. a long time. Um, and
0: what is it? Ju- uh, July. It's the, July. End of July. So okay.
1: So he's got. He's he'll probably do another four or five vacations before <laughs> the end of the year, and then. Um, and that will be will be good for the winter probably for good a little for bit him. good for him it is good for him
0: I wish I could take a vacation when was the last time you took a vacation
1: I you know a real vacation like away far like a far away enough where it's not a little like you know weekend trip or something mm-hmm. I don't even know I have no idea but I just booked this past week my next vacation you did I did I'm going to California in October I booked the flight. <laughs> Adam
0: Schmidt's getting on a plane.
1: I'm I'm gonna be a nervous wreck. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to As take should be. I'm gonna have to take some cocaine or something like that yeah. to settle me down. Yeah. Um but it's gonna be uh it's gonna be cool because I'm going out to see our family uh-huh. um that I haven't seen in since I was like twelve or thirteen it was the last time I was out there. And I'm uh fifty one now, so yeah. it's been a lot of years. So um but I'm excited. I'm excited, and I've already been trying to plan some stuff. Uh, it's near. Uh, it's just outside L.A. where our, our family lives. Uh, so I'm I'm trying to make the most of the four day, five, four or five days, four days that I have there. And uh, we're, I'm going for our uncle's wedding. So that's the most important thing. But Woo! besides that, besides that, I really, really, really want to try to get to the comedy store. Mm-hmm. in LA. Yeah. Um and there are like four or five comedy places in like this same area in LA. And I would love to try to get to all of them, but the comedy store is the biggest one. That's, you know, the the biggest the biggest named comics right yeah. now that live in LA or, or you know.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the freedom, mecca, though. the mecca of comedy right now.
1: It is. Um in LA on the on the in west LA, coast. Right. I feel like New York is
0: Probably. Yeah, still the the epicenter of comedy real
1: um yeah so i I would i i would love love to go to new york just to go to the comedy cellar and a couple other places but anyway um maybe more about that later right now we have um so so continuing on from what i was saying before uh joe is with us in place of chris who's on vacation gi joe which of course stands for gastrointestinal Joe. Wow. Gosh, I messed that up. I've yeah, been thinking about that all almost, day. Almost. Almost. Thinking did about it. that all day. Yeah. Gastro- <laughs> gastrointestinal GI Joe. Uh,
0: that's good. I mean, that's I, not wrong.
1: I w- <laughs> it's accurate. And I wish that I had thought about that when I was a kid and I was playing with GI Joes. Right. Because uh, that would have been funny back then. But anyhow, what we're really going to focus on, at least at first here, and we're going to get through it and i'm going to it's I, I could because i need it's going to be therapeutic for me i need to discuss it
0: before you start what do you do when facebook's giving you feedback that your mic is not working do you stop
1: or do you just oh. roll with it but how would facebook know i've never seen that my mic is working fine because
0: so they'll have to deal with it
1: deal with it facebook
0: deal with it. please and thank you <laughs> Sorry. We we um we're not Chris. So we uh just, we aren't. you're just going to have to get what you get, you know?
1: Yep. Um yeah, I I
0: listen to it tomorrow. How about that?
1: Do that. Now, let's get right into what happened in the Reds game last night. So, we're just going to talk about the Reds. It's we want to we want to be a national podcast kind of but what really, what happened in the Reds game last night has made national news all day. Um, so, the Reds and Pirates have had this ridiculous rivalry.
0: Chris has Chris has given us uh, some feedback.
1: I mean, this is how this is how good this guy is. Is he's okay? Uh, the main up down uh, up and down not down down main. knob down to twenty or below. Adam is breaking up like crazy. <laughs> Hmm. so the mains here it's one of your blo- hmm drop that uh, uh, drop that I feel like that's a song drop that
0: drop that Chris you're our main feedback if you can let us know if it sounds any better yet
1: <laughs> nothing okay I don't know hopefully I mean it looks okay on the recording this looks a little hot now but anyway um Adam is breaking up like crazy. I have the three dots now. Chris is uh is telling us are you using the old or new mix? The new mixer is what we're using. We're using the new mixer, new mixer. and I probably have something uh incorrect um because I'm not good at this. But anyway, um we're going to see you know hopefully this is recording okay so if it's not working great on facebook i apologize hopefully it'll clear up um so anyway i'm just going to keep going we're going to talk uh so continuing on the reds pirates have had this thing throwing at each other and mad at each other and everything all year long since april when uh Chris and I let's do it. We might as well get this. We're going to do it just in case. All right.
0: Chris live. Chris
2: made it welcome, the podcast.
1: Welcome. Welcome Chris Witt via FaceTime. Woohoo! Uh yeah, There we go. I don't know if you can see him on there, but anyway. Show
0: me, show me the mixer. Show me the
1: mixer. <laughs> show me the mixer. Was that yeah, that was from uh
0: up back up because it's on. Okay. The right hand side,
1: that up and down knob. Right. Bring it down. It wa it was before. Oh dude, look no no, you gotta turn your mic way down. I'm looking at your microphone. You I, turn your mic <laughs> middle to the middle. Yep. Turn that one to the m next one to the middle too. The fur oh, the, to the middle. The first one. Okay, but the, but the levels, okay, yeah, the levels are okay. about the levels? are way better now. At least I can hear you. Okay. All right. I think we're going to be, okay. We'll, we'll do it, okay. and we'll see how the podcast cool we'll here's we'll tomorrow. I'll get, I'll get back at you. Just jump on it. I'm going to go back over to the feed, and I'll let you know how it sounds. Thank you.
0: What are you, you. drinking? Uh, right now, just cerveza. Cerveza. Uh, uno lime. Okay. okay. Oh,
1: that means one lime. I know you don't oh, really speak too much really Spanish, good. so. Really good. One nice lime. Nice. Cause, you know, because lime in Spanish mm-hmm. is lime.
0: Wow. Or is it
1: or is it lime? I mean that's what Pedro told me. <laughs> oh. Pedro told you Uno Lime, huh? Pedro, Jame. Jame. Jame? Like J-A-I-M-E. Like LeBron James? Uh, J A I M E. It's close enough. Alright, get out
0: Look, of here, Turkey.
1: LeBron. Was eating tacos on Tuesday, so he's probably speaking some sort of Spanish. Yeah, the right? The whole That's world it.
0: knows that. That's right.
1: That's right. Taco there yeah. you go. All right, <laughs> get
0: off me! All right. Bye.
1: thank you. All right, that was that made for some of the best podcasting that Pretty we've good. done. Pretty good. Um, all right. Okay. So, Reds, pirates, go. Reds, pirates. Let's. You know what? We're gonna talk about this. What happened last night? In in a brief setup, I just are I just said it. It started from Derek Dietrich standing there, laying down in the batter's box and uh, taking a nap and all that kind of stuff early in the season in April. Chris Archer didn't like it. threw behind him. There was a problem. They went after each other. Uh, the the benches did. Yasiel Puig uh, tried to fight the entire Pirates team, and then um, since then, every time they've played, it's been you know testy. So. Fast forward to last night, Tuesday. Uh, Dietrich does is not playing, but comes up in the bottom of the seventh to pinch hit.
0: Mm, and the Pirates were so happy about that.
1: And the Pirates were were happy about that because, um, what's his first name, Kella, yeah. um, their relief pitcher who was hurt when that when all that happened early mm. in the year has not had a chance to pitch against these guys. And he still feels like, even though Chris Archer threw behind him and guys have been hit all year long, he still felt like he owed something to... Um, he wanted
0: in on the action.
1: He wanted in on the action. He still felt like he owed Dietrich something for standing there admiring a home run. Right. Um. So anyway, bottom of the seventh, uh, he throws high and inside against Dietrich. It You know, it didn't... It didn't really – Dietrich had to get out of the way. It was it was high enough and in enough. It wasn't going to hit him in the head if he didn't move, but it was close. Um, nothing really happened except for he ended up striking him out. Uh, Dietrich struck out, and then the Pirates pitcher had some words as he walked off the mound, not necessarily at Dietrich but about Dietrich, right. and you could read his lips. Um, so then, and as a matter of fact, we're kind of watching this as we go –
0: Caught him a female dog butt, right?
1: Something like that. Yes. Yes. He did. Yep. So, and then what doesn't show on this video that we're watching is the next half inning that ended the inning. Joey Votto comes out. He's playing first base, but walks all the way over to the third base line right. to the Pirates du- in front of the Pirates dugout and approaches uh, their relief pitcher, Ke- Kella, who was the culprit uh, behind that pitch. So he told him, basically, you have the ball. Don't forget, you have the ball. That's not fair. I saw a video earlier today that red lips and said what he said, and I'm not going to say what he said, but um, he had some choice words for him and basically was saying, don't throw at somebody's head. If you're going to throw at him, don't throw at his head. Throw at his hip or, you know, thigh or whatever. So obvious, very obvious. Obvious. So, um, and they chirped back and forth. So then anyway, so – tensions build from that bring on the uh bring on the top of the nope the eighth inning doesn't really have anything to do with what's going on between the teams but yasiel puig takes strike one and was upset about the call so he backs out of the batter's box takes his helmet off it's hard to tell whether he actually threw it on the ground or whether he was like taking it off hard and it slipped out and he he it fell on the ground or whatever. Either way, he's walking away from the from the batter's box, takes his helmet off because he's so upset about that call. Picks that picks his helmet up and stands there and leans on his bat and and puts his hand on his hip and just stands there and right. and doesn't do it like just stands there which is as bad a choice as you can make. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you,
0: the the I'm surprised the ump didn't go crazier than he did about Puig doing that because that's pretty, pretty show you know showing the ump up or whatever you want to call it.
1: Absolutely. And um, so and I think he would have. I think it would have escalated if David Bell didn't do what he did. Right. David Bell sprinted. Passed behind the umpire like he was going to go after right. Puig, which I think he should have done. Yeah. But he did a 180, got right in the umpire's face, in order, I think, to save Puig from getting tossed.
0: Yeah, and if that's the case, why why would he care if he gets tossed?
1: Because he's, he's all about, and he's done this all year long, by the way, David Bell, he came out yelling at the umpire about the balls and strikes just to... To keep Puig from getting thrown out, he David Bell has already set the Reds record for being right. ejected um, in a season. Uh, it was like the seventh or something like that, seventh or eighth maybe. Um, so anyway, it's supposed to be an automatic ejection. You you argue balls and strikes. So anyway, him doing that um, did save Puig. I really think Puig would have been would have been ejected yeah. if he didn't do that. So and, and David Bell is all about sticking up for your players, which is great. Except I think, in this case, I think, in this case, you have to hold your player accountable for showing up the umpire. That's just that's all that's all you can do. Welcome back. The phone is hooked up to the board. it is you can't hear it all or see it or. No, no. how's that again <laughs> you might have to turn the knob up for my oh there we go I can hear it a little bit yeah turn it up a little bit more I didn't turn anything up yet oh turn yeah. the knob up that the
2: phone is hooked into oh the phone knob
1: the phone is it's like 5-6 hmm. is it supposed to be 5-6 no it's hooked up to that
2: Uh, let's I just, see. I just want to
1: talk about police. Oh you oh I don't have that oh. I see what you're saying. You want to weigh in. <laughs> you're you're I a call in. Just on the spot, eh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me go in the other room and get the <laughs> get the hook up for this. It, Joe it. will keep you occupied for a second.
2: Joey, tell me what you think about Yasiel
0: Puig. I mean, that's a loaded question. I'm trying not to skip ahead to any other news yet. Um, but I know that – I know Chris Witt loved this whole thing. I can tell you that. He loved every second of it because he loves to, seeing some fire in the players. He loves Puig. He lo- he doesn't like Pittsburgh. He likes – oh, I need and ag- He likes aggressive Cincinnati teams because you don't see it too often. I love a coach that wants to get in the middle of a scrum. Yep. And, man, David Bell, when he's mad, he looks hilarious. He kind of puts on this like – He needs a haircut. For him, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. John Stewart. His hair looks like yeah. John Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, um. I don't have one of those.
1: Uh, Joe has a, Joe has an iPhone exactly 27
0: like. I got an iPhone 27 So I'm going to hold the mic up to I'm going to hold my phone up to the mic And you can weigh in And when you're done We'll just hang out
2: Okay Well then I'm going to go away So I'm not listening Because I'm a few seconds behind on Facebook Oh wait If you put
0: your If you show your face It'll be like you're really sitting here Because you can hear you and see you uh, <laughs> I don't know how to do that either So you just <laughs> I can show my face, but it's dark as all get out of here. So here's the deal. So here's the deal. So so Quig is traded. Right? He's gone.
1: Quigg is no longer on this team. And he is still the first man out to back up Amir Garrett. I just wanna know what Adam Schmidt thinks about that <laughs> <laughs> I it's easy because he didn't know he was traded yet. <laughs> he... He he didn't know he was traded yet because it had happened like ten minutes before that or whatever. And Dick Williams said this afternoon on on Moegger's show that he was down. Dick Williams went down to the clubhouse to tell David Bell to to take Puig out of the game because he was just traded. That was when Puig it was there was one out in the inning in the uh in the in the top of the ninth. Um and and he's he went down David Bell had already been ejected and he was standing there talking to David Bell and and they decided they decided that um they were going to let him finish out the 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 inning in the field and then they were going to take him out they weren't going to let him bat to because he had been traded that's when they were going to do it um but that didn't happen because David Bell went ran ran out <laughs> right so anyway that it all it all i mean i i thought they would pull him like immediately from the field as soon as it came across, but I guess they decided they were gonna let him finish the inning or whatever um but he that was that was the way it went down.
2: here's the deal brother that went down three and a half months ago and you were hurt get your act together somebody needs to take care of that dude if he doesn't get suspended yeah that is absolutely ridiculous he straight up said exactly
0: what what he was doing right agreed
1: (laughs) yep that was that's really frustrating that he and that's what everybody so i'll just I was, my first, my initial reaction when all of this was going down, and I was getting to that when we were talking about Puig here, when he put, when he kind of threw his helmet, no, 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 it's okay, when he, when he kind of threw his helmet down and he leaned on his bat, and David Bell came out to, to protect him, which is a buzzword that's been used, that was used right. all night last night, right. and it's driving me crazy, yep. um, but... Everybody. And, and and uh and Kella, Kella even said that too. He's protecting his, his teammates
0: from what? Yeah, that made no sense.
1: From what? What are you protecting your teammates from? Exactly. So <laughs> I didn't even know he said that. That dude should be he should be suspended for I I I don't even know how many games, but uh, whatever a relief pitcher should be suspended for to make it equal to 5 games of a regular player. Nah, it should be more than that. Should be more than I think everybody should be sus, should should get that. I think they need to I think Turmel should be suspended. from yes. that he is just allowing this to continue to happen. Exactly. And that was David Bell's big thing that he's been talking about after the game, let me. Okay, so my my first reaction as I'm watching this whole thing, I'm so angry with my team. I'm so met. Ma- Puig looks horrible. Amir Garrett looks horrible. David Bell looks horrible. It's a horrible look the way they're the way they're handling everything. It really was. I don't I care. I, love every second of it. I know <laughs> you did, and that's what. And then I got even. Imagine that.
0: Everybody the whole team couldn't stand what was going on because people were getting thrown at for no reason. Correct. I am completely fine. I hate fights, but I'm completely fine with that one. I think the fact that he came up at his head is kind of a is a big deal because I think obviously cooler heads prevail, but I mean And admitted it. Yeah. That that was the reason he did it.
1: Right. I still I Amir Garrett, I was mad and and that was the thing he and Puig both were the two biggest culprits in um instigating this one and well not instigating but after deciding to to actually make it physical, but were the the, the two biggest guys getting involved in escalating things when it happened when the fight happened in April after the whole Dietrich and Archer thing those two guys kind of came across like punks a little bit, and then they were both kind of the same way this time as well. So I was really upset with the way that they both, and then especially after Puig, the way he acted, that was my biggest problem. I had, the biggest problem was with what Puig did when he disagreed with a strike call. It, that, you don't, you don't do that. You can argue with the ump, you can get ejected, you don't walk away and just stand there and lean on your bat and just wait for something to happen. You don't do that. That's, that's not, don't, don't behave like that. Argue, get in his face, whatever you want to do, don't do that. And, and so
2: you're good with jumping back in the umpire's face and arguing with him, but you're not good with him just leaning on the bat?
1: Yeah, I don't want him to, to get in his face or anything, but progress it, it don't go don't walk away and just stand there and lean on your bat you're just showing him up and you're making you're making the pitcher mad too if i'm a pitcher and i'm standing out there and you just walk 25 feet away from the batter's box and just stand there with your your helmets not on you're just like relaxing what are you doing i'm trying to pitch here you're you're getting me out of my I'm
2: going to for somebody else on my team to come out here and get something started
1: <laughs> no, see and that's a problem so so that's what I already had I already had the problem with what with what Puig was doing there and I I really think even though I understand what David Bell did I, I think he shouldn't have done that in that situation. It, 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 when you're trying to protect your guy while he's behaving like that? No. You
2: He's going to protect his guy no matter what. But
1: way. but I don't think it's right though. I think you I think and there are some managers, Terry Francona is well, one, Terry Francona did and you yes. walk out so and, and and you tell him and you go what the f is wrong with Exactly Why, and thrown a ball in center field and you grab him and you get him off Exactly I'm good with either way I'm good with both of those I think I think, I think with, you have to you
2: act, I just want you to react And I
1: don't you don't have I don't think you have to come out You can he could have let him go and, and he probably I was just saying he probably gets ejected he probably ends up getting ejected because he's just standing out there doing nothing, and I think that would escalate between him and the umpire if Bell didn't come out. Now, the Reds
0: probably wanted that to happen. By
1: wait, the way. maybe? Well, yeah, he would have been out of the game, and then they wouldn't have had to worry yeah. about anything. So, but anyway, I think, I think Bell, if he wanted to let him go, let whatever happened happen, and then he comes back to the dugout, and then you tell him, "Look, son, don't you don't do that. You don't behave that way." It, if you get into if you're if you're upset about the umpire's call tell him or whatever or finish your at bat or whatever but you don't just walk away and like just hold up play you don't you don't do that you don't ever see anybody do that it's incredibly disrespectful and and it doesn't matter if you' disagreed with a ball or strike that's disrespectful to just walk away and hold up the game for nothing so anyway I was already a, a little upset with Puig for that. And then You're always upset with Puig, so give, sayonara, because he give behaves, the, Puig. because of the way he behaves. But anyway, sure. Um, now who do we have to has anybody else's back on this team? Joey Votto. Every, yeah, every, sure every everybody does because having a guy's back doesn't mean coming out and getting in a fight for him or whatever. As somebody was saying today, that Puig was like yelling at his teammates for not some of the some of the guys for not getting into it or something like that, and he was like pulling away real hard and stuff from guys toward the end of the thing when everything was clearing up and like if he's if he's upset with his teammates, if that's true, if he's upset with his teammates for not fighting more or something like that.
2: I haven't heard that yet.
1: I'm so glad he's out of here then.
2: I haven't heard that. You know I love Yesio Puig. The dude hustled out of his mind while he was here, he had he a did. cannon for an arm, made great plays, hit the hell out of the ball, especially lately, and uh, always had his teammates back. Yesio I love you. I hope we resign you uh,
1: next year. He had his teammates back, and he also put his teammates in predicaments that a lot of them may not want it to the be The
2: only in. time he went out and did that was after something already started. He was
1: never the one that started it, ever. He, uh, he never when, started it. The times that he's gone out and been the one in the middle of this brawl,
2: it's been after something has already started. He's, he might be the first one out of the dugout or the first one into it, but he's never been the one that started it.
1: He has had issues when people have thrown inside a little bit, not hit him or anything like that, not by his head or anything. But people have thrown inside, and he, he either and he has a conversation with the pitcher and they talk and they do their thing and he oh, goes right back to it. He's never he has really never started one of these brawls. So it's As a they read, He has never been the one that started a brawl. So he he has a conversation with the pitcher and everything's fine and that's how it goes.
2: I'm not saying anything's fine. All I'm saying is that there's no brawl started, This all the craziness doesn't go well, go, to, go to town. He, he is, is just the first one to have it. Amir Garrett is the one that
1: you should be saying I'm so terribly disappointed in. And I was
2: going crazy, and jumping and running and doing his thing. And you love Amir Garrett, but you're not going to say right. that because you love Amir Garrett and you
1: want to push blame on Puy. 100 One hundred, one hundred. I think I know what you're doing here. One hundred percent incorrect. I was, I was probably more. <laughs> I was probably more mad at Garrett than I was at Puig last night, and I hated that he that he started the fight. Um, I I hated uh, kind really of what kind of what yeah I know kind of what kind of what you said. I got on Twitter after all that stuff happened and got even more incredibly upset because everybody was glorifying it. Everybody was just loving Puig and loving Amir Garrett, the two guys that misbehaved the most. That. Had everybody's back, but misbehaved the most and caused the most problems, caused caused the most trouble, and so everybody Votto, and then? everybody glorified it. Everybody glorified it, and everybody was so excited. I love Bamir Garrett. I love Yasiel Puig. Look at what they do for their teammates. Yeah, they get their teammates into fights. They escalate. They are escalators. They escalate things and make them worse. I was really mad at Amir Garrett for the way that he behaved, went after
2: somebody, the guy. Somebody throws, and, a, somebody throws a ball at my head. I am super – I'm thankful for that guy on my team that wants to go out there and throw a fist at somebody else's head.
1: Yeah, he, he didn't.
2: Because it's, it's less – that's less than a 95-mile-an-hour than a fastball. A fist that you know you're going to miss because you got 50 people on you. I'm, I'm glad somebody's got my back. I'm glad they do. I'm yeah. good with that guy that's got my back.
1: You can you can have somebody's back, and you don't have to fight. You don't have to throw at like anybody. You'd be like Joey Votto and, and sit there and talk to somebody
2: and have a nice, simple conversation, and nothing gets done with it. And and it all that happens is that somebody yells back at you, and it's all done. And now, with a fight breaking out and all this stuff going out, Major League Baseball, at some point in time, has got to look at this and say, boom, this has got to end. The Pittsburgh's done. We can't let this happen anymore. We have to punish somebody somehow. I think that's how you do it. Joey Votto walking out and just looking in the dugout, talking to somebody is not going to make something happen. This makes something happen. Um.
1: Well, but it didn't make something happen when it happened in April. Nothing happened then. Nothing happened right. no. every time somebody's Nothing. been hit in this series since then. So does it? I mean, really, this. We'll find out we'll find out by the end of this week. Right. Right. And they do play Pittsburgh, I think six more games, uh, twice in Pittsburgh I want to say. So um yeah. it's going to I apparently somebody got hit today. I have no idea who it was, but um cuz I didn't I, see I game, didn't see the I was game. sitting at the pool drinking all day. Right. Okay. So nothing so I don't think anything happened with it, but um but anyway, I, I just hopefully how crazy it was, all the drama that happened hopefully will end it. And I think it's going to stop after the season's over anyway. I think that's when it's going to stop. Yeah, I I do.
2: It's not going to be much different next year. It's going to be minus Puig, and that is it. Dietrich will be back, and Amir Garrett will still be here, and the the basis of this team is still going to be here, and the basis of their team will still be there. I don't know that this changes. Like I said, Puig's not the one that instigated all of this. Twigg's just the first one in the fight. Amir Garrett's still going to be here. Joey Votto's still going to be here. Uh, Derek Dietrich is still going to be here. All those pieces are still going to be here. I don't see this changing for at least a year or more.
1: Well, that's where Major League Baseball has to come in, and that's something we agree on. That's something we agree on. Let's
2: start some fights until something goes down, because obviously just talking and saying that they are not that they are, are, I mean, David Bell's done everything he can to continue to say that your organization teaches throwing the ball at people. He is doing that on purpose. He doesn't, I don't know that he necessarily believes it, but he's saying that to get somebody's attention. That's a trigger word. He's Mm -hmm. trying to get someone's attention by saying that. And if it doesn't get somebody's attention, you know, at this point in time, then then there's only one other way to do it. You just, I hate to say it because I'm not for this. But you you just keep going out there. Every time somebody gets thrown at their head for something they did three and a half months ago, you go out there and you go say, "All right, let's settle this like men. Stop throwing a ball at them. Come get me. Let's go."
1: I, I I like when people say that. Let's let's settle it like men. Let's let's handle this like men. When in fact, that's the opposite of how to handle it like a man. Okay. So okay. Anyway. You
2: know I listen. We've had this conversation.
1: Anyway. I was it, it would times. be all words. It'd be all words.
2: There's no, There would be no fisticuffs
1: at all. Well, then handle it like boys or immature people or whatever. however you want to do it. If that's-
2: handle, just handle it somehow. Something's got to be done. And if Major League Baseball is not going to step in and do something, this is what's going to happen when you have professional athletes that are in their mid-20s with all this testosterone and all this money and all these muscles and all this stuff going <laughs> in, 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 built in. That is just what's going to happen, Adam. I know that you say it's terrible, and I don't think it's right either. But that's just the age that they are. It's the um, the, the amount of testosterone and everything built up. It's going to happen. Major League Baseball's got to step in, or this is going to continue to happen. And I don't necessarily blame the players. That's just how they're bred to do things. You you threw. I hit a home run off you three and a half. Uh, months ago and you're going to throw a ball at my head again now after i've been hit once and the ball's been thrown behind me in the same game i hit the home run and now you're coming back and throwing at my head again yes yes then something's going to happen between these hotheads that are playing major league baseball with all this money and all this stuff behind them it's gonna happen until major league baseball does something
1: i totally agree with you and and it's gonna this it's the suspensions need to be heavy to, to prove a point, but th- that's not, it's not it's even enough. Be more than that. It's not a suspension exactly. deal.
2: This has to come down to organizations. This has to come down to managers. It has to come down to way more than that. It's, you can't just say, Puig, you came out of the dugout. Amir, Gary, you threw a punch. It's got to be – I think Votto should be suspended. I think that Cala kid should be suspended. I think Bell needs to be suspended. I think Hurdle needs to be suspended. you got to come down and make this – heavy handed and you have to sit all these people down and explain what is going on. It's not just a suspension. This is more than a suspension at this point in time. This is way beyond
1: that. Everything now in sports is an investigation. There has to be an well, in in this case I, I think work. there needs to be an yeah it's investigation. It's, what are we the FBI? Come on, it's sports. right in to
2: investigate. It's all on video. It's right there. I can I can investigate it just as fast as I can do an instant replay. It's all there. Everything's but, on replay. Boom done investigated it. it's over make
1: it happen but they but an investigation of it, some kind has in the middle of mexico <laughs> people are looking at me like i got six heads down here they love baseball down there don't they they
2: do so, <laughs> i don't know about down here there's
1: soccer people down here oh okay um okay right, so listen. hey here's the deal here's the deal i'm done I
2: I I think I I think I yelled my point enough because I got so excited last night when I me saw too. All this going down. Talk about Trevor Bauer. Talk about this, Joey. Put your two cents in. Uh, I don't know where you're gonna fit in, but I feel like you're closer to me and a little bit with Adam. But I don't know exactly. Do it. Have a good time. I love you guys. Love you. See you. See you.
1: <laughs> all right. Wow. That's what I, that's what I want to. So. We're kind of all over the place wow. like we usually are. But great call. Great it was a great call. I I told you I was upset at first with everybody on the Reds. After the game, seeing everybody's interview, seeing everybody's comments, Amir Garrett, the guys that were most involved in the thing. Amir, I don't think I saw Puig talk about it after the game, but Amir Garrett, David Bell, Jared Hughes, who, by the way, we haven't even talked about, he came in in the top of the ninth and hit Starling Marte, mm. got ejected immediately. So did Freddie, Freddie Benavidez, who was the acting manager then. Now number three down the bench became the manager.
0: Do you believe uh, Jared Hughes when he says that it slipped?
1: No, I do not. I, that was a veteran move right there. Like, right. he was brought in to do that, or or he decided he was going to do that. He did it.
0: It was too too much of a coincidence.
1: Yeah, there there's no. I mean, he hit him on the butt. I mean, you don't. Yeah. It doesn't slip first like pitch. that. Yeah, first pitch. It no. He he knows what he was doing there. He said no because this is his whatever suspension he gets if he gets one would be more if he said he intentionally right. hit the guy. So no, he's not going to say that. Um, but he did intentionally hit him, mm-hmm. um, which I don't like either. I, I I know it's a it's a there's a difference between a guy's head and a guy's thigh or hip or even ribs or whatever. But you, the, the idea is the same. You don't throw, you have a weapon in your hand. You don't, you don't throw the ball 90, whatever miles an hour and hit somebody with it on purpose. And and it was on purpose.
0: What percentage of the time do you think hitting someone like that is a call from manager?
1: I think most of the time, It's not. Now, Chris is probably going to call back and tell me that Clint Hurdle is calling for that. But uh, uh, just kidding, Chris. You don't have to. No, but and and I don't believe that Clint Hurdle teaches that or organizationally they don't teach that you throw. They don't. But it's. I think it's mostly about the players, and if they. That's the thing. It. That's one of those things. One of those professional locker room. Kind of like skewed judgment that you get when you become, when you get into a locker room and there's a different culture there than there is in the real world. And and you start thinking it's especially bad in football, but it's in every, it's in everything, you know, in every sport. You have a bunch of men in a locker room. There are things that go on and are said Mm -hmm. in those, in those locker rooms. And Chris was a hundred percent right. All the testosterone, The, the their people's age and maturity has a lot to do with the way things go down,
0: yeah, I mean these guys have been playing baseball their whole life Th- There's a script that you go by when things like this happen and and most of them went by some version of that script. They all kind of said the things you say kella Kella I think um
1: never heard of him before t- last night yeah
0: i mean it's it it is brave today to admit what he said, Mm -hmm. but I guess good for him for telling the truth. But (laughs) I mean, that's, yeah, that, that might, I guess it should mean more of a penalty. Um, And it will,
1: it will. Um, But that's part of what, when I say investigation, that's part of it. I mean, you, you have to look at everybody's comments. You have to look at what happened on the field. Mm -hmm. You have to look at everybody's comments. And I think they even go a little further and make as many phone calls as they can to to people in the in the front offices in the clubhouses in on the teams the managers the coaches players talk to as many people as you can if you're Major League Baseball because that's the thing is the Reds are keep talking about we're not the only ones that have this problem with the Pirates yeah. the Pirates are doing this they're throwing inside and up at people and this is this is that's why David Bell keeps saying this is the thing organizationally that they're teaching because they he he's trying to get their everybody's attention like look what's happening here these guys are you know doing playing illegally kind of or or doing at least being dangerous about yeah. the way they about the way they're they're playing and about their philosophy I guess and and it might only be players that are responsible for that but either way people are talking about all over the place that it's more than just the Reds-Pirates thing. It's it's the worst between those two, mm-hmm. but there are other teams who have had problems with the Pirates for the same reasons. Um,
0: yeah, we see, we see obviously the NL Central teams the most, but it does... And it's hard to say if this is the case, but it does seem like the teams in the NL Central are... have a lot of problems. Like, I saw a comment somebody made today that they were... that it's shocking when the Reds are the like the the thugs of the NL Central when you have the Cubs and the Pirates and the Brewers, <laughs> right? Oh, the on the division too. So
1: it, you do have, but but that's the thing is if if people see the Reds as kind of thuggish and that's a kind of a dangerous word too. Right. But, right. But but either way, if people see them that way. I, I understand that because of the way that Dietrich has behaved, because of the way that Puig has behaved, because of the way Garrett's behaved, and even because of the way David Bell's behaved, and sometimes Joey Votto too. Mm-hmm. I, that guy loses his mind on umpires over balls and strikes sometimes, and gets and and throws a big fit. And he, you know, and he gets into it. He's gotten into it. That's not the first time he's had words with guys from the Pirates this year he's into it too. I I mean there are a bunch of guys that are upset about the way things are going and I understand that. Yeah. But I also understand when people think because of the way some of these guys handle themselves and, and lose their cool, I, I understand why why people outside of Cincinnati would feel that way. And right. that's why I I it 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 hurts me to get on Twitter and see all these people um glorifying this and, and talking about how how much more they like Puig and how much more they like Garrett and these guys that are getting into fights and, and, you know, showing up umpires and pitchers and, you know, people love Derek Dietrich even after he, and everybody defended him. And I, I saw last night, because of course they were showing that as part of the story his that same home run that started the whole thing in April and I was just as like kind of worked up about it as when it first happened. It, I mean, he stood there and and like put his weight back, like in, and, and like took a step back in the bed in the batter's box instead of like the opposite of making a move toward first base is what he did. So anyway, I, no need to get into that again. But I understand why people think that, but. After the game, after hearing everybody's comments, David Bell, Amir Garrett, those guys, um, Votto, Jared Hughes, after hearing everybody talk, and especially after hearing David Bell and Amir Garrett talk, I calmed down a little bit on being upset with our guys, on with the Reds, and because I could kind of feel the urgency, especially in David Bell's voice, or, or kind of the almost helplessness that they feel like this is dangerous. Like we're, we're being right. put in danger. What what should we do about this? Right. The umpires didn't do anything when, when Kella on the first pitch almost hit <laughs> Dietrich in the head yep. and then had something to say as he's walking off the field after he struck him out, you know, and didn't even say anything to Dietrich when Dietrich said it's BS or whatever in, right after that pitch because mm-hmm. he kind of like, took a little walk you know, around just to kind of like, okay, my head's still attached. And and he said something to the umpire kind of, and he just, or maybe he just kind of said something loud enough for everybody to hear. But he was like, what's going on here? What do I have to do now? I've been hit so many times. I've been thrown behind and over and whatever. So many times, when is, what am I supposed to do now? I don't know when this ends, when we're even or anything like that. I think that's how he's feeling. And, and, he didn't even that was that was all he really did. I mean, for being the guy that got thrown at, he really was. I mean, David Bell was reacted a lot worse. Puig acted reacted a lot worse. Vado reacted a lot worse. I mean, ever his teammates came to his aid. I understand that, but I mean, they were more worked up about it than even Dietrich looked to be. But hearing the guys talk after. The game. I started to understand a little bit more, and then I was really happy to hear Amir Garrett almost right away after the game. And honestly, by the way, as he's walking off the field after as the fight's kind of going off, him flexing his muscles yep. and and saying stuff that turned me off. So like Chris was right. I love Amir Garrett. I've been a huge Amir Garrett guy. The pitcher since the pitcher. The way he has behaved in these situations, he really does come across as yeah. a, as you know a guy who's kind of looking, who's who's kind of into that stuff. You know, who's kind of into he looking be, for a little yeah, trouble. He probably is. You know, and, and, and I don't want I don't want him to be like that. I don't. That's why I don't want anybody to react. Even if Dietrich gets thrown at by his head, don't fight, even though you feel desperate about it, because nobody's doing anything about it still don't fight because I want all of my teams and all of my players that I root for to, to hold a, to be at a, at a higher class and hold themselves to a much higher standard than everybody else would. That's what I want. I know that's not always realistic, but that's what I want. And that's why, that's why I got, that's why I was all worked up about our own guys because I didn't want to see them react that way. I wanted to see them outclass the, the pirates and, they weren't going to beat them they got destroyed that that's what made everything worse last night they right. got pummeled but um but they came back and won today and won the series and that's how you get back at them better than anything yeah. i mean you you beat them on the field you just come back yeah. out you don't get into the, you don't continue the war of hitting people or anything like that. You just come out and beat them because you play better than them, and you win this, the, the this series, and you win the next two series, and you win the season series, and you make sure they finish in last place. And you just made three, three giant moves today at the trade deadline. Um, so before I get into that, your last reaction about
0: well, everything I mean, that happened. Uh, So the root of the whole thing is when Dietrich earlier in the season stood there and looked at a harm run or two, right?
1: Yeah, one specifically, but yes, they feel like there were a few more actually after that.
0: Okay, and I know you and Chris have talked about this a lot, but yeah, you stand there for a couple seconds. It is historically seen as disrespectful. Think about basketball. Like anything you do in basketball now, you celebrate. And if it was held to the same standard, can you imagine? Like, is it because baseball is so much slower? And then, like, if somebody does reacts like that, there's more time to like react to him and do something to him. Whereas in basketball, you hit you hit a three over somebody, you you hold up the three or shoot a bow and arrow, or you dunk over somebody, you stand over them and stare at him, and then the next play happens. So is it just because basketball is a lot quicker and you gotta? Get over it quicker. That it's not as big of a deal. Whereas baseball, like if you hit a home run, stand there. The pirates, the whole time he's running the bases, and the whole rest of the game, they're they're thinking about, they're thinking about that. Whereas, like in basketball, it happens. You think about it for a second, and then it's not, and you forget about. It. I don't know. It's just.
1: I, know. I I do think about that all the time, and it's a, it's definitely a culture thing. And it's a, it's a, it's a generational thing. It's a generational culture thing. And it's, 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 I you know, I can sit here and talk about how I feel about it. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna seem like a, here we go. And I'm just (laughs) gonna seem like a grumpy old man. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess with that. But yeah, it is, it's that kind of thing. And that's what everybody's, everybody is pushing for this new way of this new baseball thing where, you're supposed to be allowed to celebrate however you want, no matter what it is. And the th- same things that were considered disrespectful in baseball, basketball, football, hockey, uh, equestrian, um, uh, water polo, everything is not is, is 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 not is not thought of the same way anymore. And I think that's a bad. I think that's a bad thing. And I think it's a uh, a degeneration of. Of how we're or or a um a regression in society just just the way people are behaving in the in the new thing i t- I said i wasn't gonna get into it anyway i i but it, i that's really that really is what I think it is and and Chris is gonna join us in like ten seconds here, but that really is what I think it is and let me the very last thing I have about this thing is let me say that today I read comments that Amir Garrett said um that that made me feel a lot better about Amir Garrett after last night that guy was apologetic he's he stood up and said now he's being a man you can you can talk all you want about how he how you know how you think how you think that you know he handled it like you know you handle it like a man You're, you you don't like what somebody's doing you know let's let's handle this like men let's fight it out today is when he really showed that he's a man he came out and said, "I am you know i i I let my emotions get the best of me. I should not have done that I should have you know i I let them barking at me get to me and i you know it is i I get emotional and everybody does there's a lot of you know you get your adrenaline going, and that's the way it happens, and you lose your emotions sometimes and it happens it does it happens all the time in every sport because it truly is testosterone and, and, uh, adrenaline are, are heavy, heavy drugs and that your body produces naturally and you can't do anything about it. So, so, so you, so you, uh, it does, that stuff happens all the time, but he was, he was apologetic and he was, he was a little remorseful about it. And what he said that I liked the most was he got on Twitter and was, was upset about what he saw about kids, which was exactly what I was saying, kids and uh, uh, adults, because I don't follow kids, but uh, kids and adults on Twitter, exactly what I was talking about, like glorifying what he was doing and and what he did, and like everybody being happy about that fight happening, and and he was he was saddened by that. I mean, he said that is not the kind of example I want to set. You know, kids are seeing this, and they're reposting this and getting excited about what I did on Twitter. That's I don't want that to be the case. I don't want to set that example. From now on, I'm going to—from now on, I want to, you know, be more cognizant of that. I want to be better about controlling my emotions. And I loved—he said the right things today and he could because he could have. And if you watched him last night and the last time they fought— you wouldn't think that he would say something like that. You would think he would carry that in to today and say, hey, I'm ready to go. What do you want to do, Pirates? Let's do it. You want to throw at my guy. I don't care. I'm ready to go. You, a- After watching the way he behaved, you would think that's what he did. That's, I, I'm glad to see that's not really Amir Garrett. He really did break down emotionally in that moment. And he did something that he knew that he knows was wrong, that he knows he shouldn't have done, and that he is admitting to that. Chris, thanks for joining the podcast, buddy. How are you? What do you got for us? Um, doesn't that prove my point even more? What What's that? I mean,
2: yeah, that that what you said that that he he realized that it's, it's, it's an adrenaline thing and it's this, that, and the other, whatever. It's also what his publicist tells him not to say. And last night, after the game was over, he was already apologizing. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, he apologized. He was saying, eh, you know, but at the same time, if this happened again, it would probably happen like this. You can apologize and you cannot apologize. I think he's just, it's, it's, it's totally a publicist deal right now. He's the next day, it's the day after, everybody's going to be like that.
1: I, I see, I think the words that he used, I, I, I can see what you're saying, and, and that's what I would probably think in a lot of cases, and that's what I do think in a lot of cases when things like this happen. But what he said about getting on Twitter and seeing kids, seeing kids like post about it and get excited about it and and support what he did, he, I mean, he's specifically calling that out and saying, "I don't want to set an example like that." And, and, and I, you might be right he somebody might be in his ear saying this is what you need to say to save face and to to hopefully not get a, a, a suspension as badly as you're probably going to get maybe that is the case but it, it, the words that i read and that's the other thing i didn't get to hear him say these things so i may feel differently about them if i if i get all the all the verbal and nonverbal cues if i see and hear him actually say these things I might feel differently about it, but I read his comments and that's, that's how it came across to me. That's how I absorbed it. But that's what I was. I was, I thought if he was going to just give like a, you know, a, um, a publicist answer, he would have just said, you know, I I shouldn't have done. He would have said that I saw what everybody said about it last
2: night. It made me feel terrible. I should have never done all those things. He said, everything you just said sounds like something my publicist would tell me to say
1: well your publicist is a little bit different uh i i i've known your publicist for That's a long true. time and uh he is um
2: my publicist wouldn't have me drinking tea on the set of a on the set of a podcast either whose tea is that
1: <laughs> but but yeah you know what you know I got, what i
2: got
0: a, i got a throat thing going on
1: and, and, and shame. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just trying to feel better. I got you. Okay. Shame, on, shame, shame on G.I. Joe for not drinking a Coke Zero on the camera right now. You know, I mean, we appreciate you, Coke Zero. Um, I'm sorry we didn't do the product placement tonight, but when Chris is out, things fall apart. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> All right. So
2: here's, here's my question We've heard everything Adam has to say. About about Amir Garrett and about Yasiel Puig, Joey, tell me your thoughts. Amir Garrett, this is my question to you. Amir Garrett says after the game that he did he did what he did out of aggression, and he regrets the actions that he did. But I would do it again if it happens. Now,
1: did he say he would do he it again? The next day the next day you come out and say what he
2: said today tell me that's tell me what you think about that is that a publicist reaction or is that him actually reacting to twitter uh,
0: there's no way of knowing for sure you hope that it's Obviously, his doing
2: there's no way that's why we do a podcast so we can just say what we
0: think <laughs> oh, oh 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 uh uh i i think that it's i i'm 51% his idea
2: that he like what that, Adam's saying. That, yeah. So you're fifty one percent. So you're one percent over uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the 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 norm, saying that yeah, I kind of one percent believe that maybe he really felt that way.
0: Well, because I think the their publicist. So you feel really the,
2: strongly, is what you're saying.
0: Their publicist is all the same guy for for all the Reds, right? So. If it was, if it was the publicist no doing or the media relations or whatever doing, wouldn't all of their answers be the exact same because they're going to say, okay, everybody say this? Maybe not. I don't know. But
2: is that – do don't, don't, don't they each have their own people? Maybe not publicists, but maybe their agent is like, whoop, straight on the text message. Hey, man, hey, not the way we want this to go. Oh, there's about to be an accident. Oh, no accident. We got a bell up and room service. Rolling around. Hey, senor. Uh, running around. Just about at the same time we almost hit each other. That was pretty funny. Um, anyway, so it, 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 maybe it's not your publicist, but it, but it's your agent or somebody else telling you. Hey, yo, dude. Hey, we need some damage control here. Go back in tonight and say this.
1: Hey. okay good that's what i thought i've i listen i i
0: I don't know i mean there's i don't know there's there's no there's nothing more to say you just don't know
2: did anybody see what trevor bauer did yes yeah all right let's move on to trevor bauer we're 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 swapping
0: we're swapping one weirdo for another basically
2: it's exactly what's happening in fact there's a there's a uh a, a thing on espn if you go on espn's app uh, they got a little deal, and it's got a split screen of Trevor Bauer and Yessiel Puig, and it talks about the trade. And it says that Trevor Bauer leads the league in innings pitched and is tied is tied in the Major League Baseball uh, right now with temper tantrums with Yessiel Puig, the one who he got traded yeah. for. I love that. It's so great. So we're getting one hothead for another hothead.
0: And Philip Irvin's getting more playing time. So I guess it's another positive cool. from it.
2: Especially now that yeah he's getting more playing time and they basically just went all in with Philip Irvin, correct? Right? By by getting rid of tremel as well. I mean they're basically no. all
1: in on him. Well, they did trade for. Am <clears> I <throat> wrong? Well, they did. They did trade for. Um, they did send Tanner Roark to the A's and got one of their outfield prospects. So they really kind of replaced Tremel. Now I was really sad to see Tremel go because I was excited to see him up here. Hopefully. He Right, but he was last year's futures game MVP, and he was like on setting the world on fire. He hasn't had the same year in Double A this year that he had in Single A last year. But, but he has. He's he was the top prospect. I mean, Senzel's up, so he was the top prospect, right? So, uh, I, I, I guess yeah. Now that Senzel's here, but what so, has he done? That doesn't say much about you. Top, top prospect when he's hitting two thirty eight in Double A. Right now, right.
2: right now, I'm talking about the whole year.
1: We're well through the year, okay? So, so let me, (laughs) yes, uh, I think to answer your questions, to answer your questions, yes, hopefully, Philip Irvin gets more of a chance here and gets to play a little bit more every day. You still have Dietrich that's kind of just sitting the bench and pinch hitting like last night in a lot of cases. Um, but now you have made a little more room for him because he can play a little bit outfield but a little more second base, and you traded Scooter Jeanette today. Now huh? you traded Scooter Jeanette today. Scooter let's let's start real quick, okay? Yeah, I, I don't know all of it.
2: Scooter Jeanette was oh, traded time out. Give me some give me some drop some knowledge on me. I'm in Mexico, man. I don't get the news until
1: okay. so Scooter Jeanette was traded to the San Francisco Giants for a player to be named later. Um that opens up now that uh, again though. Is that that bad right now? No, I think that's a good move. I, I was really, really happy with the trades they made today. They made three trades at the deadline. Which is way more than I thought they were gonna do, but it's exactly what I hoped they were gonna do. It's what you and I talked about last week, hoping they would do. Yes. These guys yes. that that are at the end of their contracts at the, at the end of this year, see what you can get for them. That's exactly what they did. Scooter Jeanette was one. He went to the Giants. If you would have traded him last year, you would have got a much bigger haul for for what you're getting this year. But it didn't work out. You did re-sign him to another year, and that's it. Just worked out that way. I'm sorry. You have Peraza, you have – hopefully you'll you'll re-sign uh, Jose Iglesias and he continues to play the way he has because he's really playing the way that Scooter Jeanette has the last couple years, honestly. So you, if
2: uh, He's been that or – I mean, I'm not going to say better. He is not an MVP candidate. Not but power-wise. But if you add his defense with his offense this year, yes. he's just as good as Scooter Jeanette was. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. So I was fine and with –
2: He had a much more difficult
1: position. Yes, exactly. Yes. And and it's, yeah, at a really important position at shortstop, you can move Peraz over and get him playing every single day now. And, and he has over the last month or so actually started hitting and everything. So hopefully he can get comfortable there and get comfortable at second. And if they bring Iglesias back, you know, that's, that's, I think that's a pretty good uh, middle infield right there. So you had Jeanette Jeanette go to San Francisco. Tanner Roark went to the Oakland A's, uh, and they brought back uh, this prospect, this outfield prospect, Jamison Hanna, um, for Roark and cash considerations. Um, so Tanner Roark goes to the A's, so obviously he's going to become a Cy Young candidate because everybody that goes to the A's ends up <laughs> being an incredible pitcher somehow. Um, but then, So then that was a big deal. And I have to tell you this because as you guys are talking, I'm reading this, This article about the the uh, about the Tanner Roark trade had me cracking up. It says even on the day on the day of the trade deadline, deals can sometimes catch players a little off guard. That was the case on Wednesday afternoon. Roark was just beginning a drive to Atlanta, where the Reds open a four-game series on Thursday. It's my wife's car. This is this is Tanner Roark. His uh, quote here: "It's my wife's car. She needs the family car." Roark said. I'm going to drive it down there. It's six and a half hours. I don't mind it. I was 20 minutes out, sitting in an Arby's parking lot. I wanted some Arby's, and I'm eating a beef and cheddar and curly fries. I started hearing chatter. I realized I should probably come back. I love that he said I was, in an interview, I was sitting in an Arby's parking lot, and he said specifically what he's eating from Arby's. Chris Witt's story right there. By the way, that's my order. 100%. That's my that's my Arby's order right there, beef and cheddar and curly fries. I haven't had it in 20 years because it gives me diarrhea, but uh, but that's what Tanner Roark does. Oh, man. The beef and cheddar's, you, you know he's
2: making money when he orders a beef and cheddar and not just a, not just a, junior, not just a junior with cheese. It's the same oh, thing. You just don't get an onion bun, and it's $3 less. So, <laughs> Yeah, he's definitely, a,
1: he's definitely a Major League Baseball player. It reminds me of your story.
2: Major League Baseball players can beat the chatters.
1: That reminds me also of your story that you told a long time ago of being in an Arby's parking lot and a homeless guy came up to you and you gave him like a like a $3 gift card to, to wherever. I can't remember where that was, but he didn't want it. That was I funny. To
2: give it to him and he didn't want it. He refused it. I was like, all right, never Cru- mind
1: then. Chris Witt, Tanner Roark, and homeless dudes eat Arby's. That's what, That's the deal. So, so anyway. <laughs> now the third trade, all right, which was actually the first one that happened, <clears throat> the Reds acquired Trevor Bauer for like you like you mentioned for Yasiel Puig and Taylor Trammell it was a three-team deal involving the Padres. Um the Reds did give up basically their biggest prospect or one of their top two or three prospects. Um, but, and they gave up Puig whose contract was expiring at the end of the year. And they, Dick Williams even said today on the radio, um, we didn't feel at any point this year, like we were in a position or we were, we felt like we were going to be signing him to an extension or whatever, or, or to a new contract. So. It's a
2: bummer for a guy like me, because I really would love to see them re-sign him.
1: But that, Maybe gives them a better chance to, to sign Jose Iglesias, who's an, a, a more effective player, quite honestly, over cheaper. the long haul. I think he will be. Way cheaper. Uh, way cheaper. Um. So, anyway, but you you bring back Trevor Bauer. And you guys just talked about he is a hothead. His last appearance with the Indians, he threw the ball over the center field wall from pitcher's mound out of frustration. Terry Francona came out and and Not did – and was not happy, yeah, and I and I. I see that too often. Yeah, and I loved it. I loved him taking him to task for his for his losing you know, his you mind. Yeah, and and you could see Roar as soon as Francona came out. You could see kind of the respect I think that Roar has for Francona oh. because he kind of I mean sorry Bauer that has has for Francona. Um, and he because he kind of like felt like oh man, I realize what I just did right away. You know, and he's, and he kind of put his hand, his hand on Francona's shoulder as Francona's pointing to the dugout and saying, Get your behind in that dugout and get out of here. Get out of my face. Um, and
0: then he had that Charlie Brown walk to the, yeah. To the dugout. Yeah.
1: So, so, and, and I saw, did you see the little cloud that was only raining on him that followed him only as on he went? Just yeah. Like I was watching Charlie Brown so, so he, so he knew what he did, he knew it was stupid. Um, and, but, so that's what you're getting. And I don't, I'm not crazy about that. I'm going to, I'm going to hold him to the same thing that I held Puig. If he, if that's the, the, the book on him, if everybody knows that he's a little, a little loopy and has trouble controlling his emotions, I don't like that. I I need him to become more emotionally intelligent than that. But I, we're also getting a Psy, a possible Cy Young caliber Whoa. pitcher. Hold on he the had, workforce. he, he he's got... He's a workhorse that got Cy Young votes last year. He did. He got Cy Young Award votes last year. He he is good enough to be that good.
2: Okay. Okay, I'm good with that. Okay. And, and add him into to a to a current uh, to a current uh, pitching staff, starting pitching staff that is as good as it gets at this moment in time. And we don't well minus what we know about Alex Wood until he finally decides to, to to throw a major league baseball game. But without Wood, this this roster, this starting uh, uh,
1: what do you call it? rotation rotation has been
2: phenomenal. And now you had that doesn't make it any
1: worse. And you basically it's almost like you traded Tanner Roark for Trevor Bauer. Uh, I, I, not even close. Well, but you're replacing him in the rotation. You're replacing
2: him, but that's not what you traded him for. You got to look at I mean, that's, it's way different. I mean, oh, they gave up a lot more San Diego. No, no. uh, The the, the Padres Indians trade. Everybody said that the Padres and the Indians made out way better than the Reds did. And I realize that they got another outfield prospect outside of that from the A's and all that. But I'm just saying, you have to look at that man for man.
1: Definitely. I'm I'm trying to say replacing. He's replacing Tanner Roark, which is a, definitely an upgrade. I mean, it's a it's a pretty big. And, and Roark wasn't bad. Roark wasn't bad, and I it, obviously the A's wanted him to help them in the stretch run because they feel like they can help. He can make them better, and, and and that's great. But Trevor Bauer is a much better pitcher, and I'm not even worried about this year. I hope Trevor Bauer comes out and throws, uh, six no hitters for the rest of the year, and and is you know, is the best pitcher in baseball. But I'm really looking at next year. Going into next year with Luis Castillo, Trevor Bauer, and uh, uh, the the third one who's the second second best pitcher right now. Sonny, Sonny Gray. Gray. Holy cow. Um, going in with those three. And I think Woods' contract is up after this year, so he might not be back. Although you might have a better chance to sign him now that he – has that he's been out so long with the injury and he did he pitched Sunday and he pitched very well we'll see if they if they have a chance to sign him back Tyler Malley's still coming back from uh from injury as well so we'll you know we're still going to see him I think before the end of this year so there's there's potential for a rotation that was as good this year that was by the way like the second or third best pitching staff in the league this year and you're replacing Tanner Roark with Trevor Bauer on that
2: exactly no, I'm, so, good with, I, totally, I'm totally good with that
1: so I'm excited
2: I'm with because you weren't going to re sign him right so get something for him I don't know that they got much for him but they got something so I,
1: they got Trevor good Bauer good. for him
2: Oh yeah. I mean I'm thinking on the Malley side. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they got Trevor Bauer for him, and that's why I, that, I think that we got just as much out of it. But Bauer is also on a one-year deal. Am I correct? This is the last year of his deal.
1: Uh, he is uh, under control next year, so he's he signed a one-year he signed a one-year deal to to avoid arbitration. And by the way, he said in February that he is going to sign one-year deals for the rest of his career.
2: Yeah, so, so, so I, that's I'm not crazy psycho that this dude is. You replace he Puig with another psycho. He's just further away from the action. Cause he's going to be in the, Oh no, he won't be in the bullpen. He'll be no. in the dugout.
1: Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Um, he's
2: crazy. This dude is just crazy. I don't know if he's just as crazy. That, I'm down here with Indians fans and they all say that dude is a psycho.
1: Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see how he does when he comes here. Puig was better behaved I think here than he was in LA believe it or not so you know maybe Bauer comes in and and changes up a little bit and by the way he's gonna he's gonna be under the tutelage of Derek Johnson who's the best pitching coach in baseball so hopefully he gets him he he fine-tunes him a little bit because Bauer has actually had a little bit of a down year for him this year um, and he, he's had some like Amazing starts, but he's he's been a little bit down this year from the last couple of years but bring him in here whatever he's messing around with w- whatever he has going on that's not exactly quite right Derek Johnson I have every i have I have all the confidence in the world in that he's going to figure that out and hopefully help help him control his emotions a little bit on the mound as well. I think Derek Johnson's good sure. good for that as well so so maybe sure. he'll come here and get even better. Hopefully, and he'll be here next year, they're going to have to either go – they're going to have to go to arbitration, I think, with him, or they're going to have to figure out another another deal.
2: Or a one-year deal. Or so Right. He's under control. So he's got – okay, so I'm good with that. All right, listen, Aaron just turned the lights out in there. She's getting ready to go to bed. I'm going <laughs> to let you guys finish this thing up.
1: Okay. All right. Hey, Thank- I had fun.
2: <laughs> I did too. From Mexico – Hey, don't forget to turn your headlights
1: on. <laughs> oh man, thanks. We should have recorded that so we could play it at the end. Hey,
0: don't
2: forget to put that cigar out. I will. I got a thing over here next to me. I can put it out in. All right. Adios.
1: Thanks, Adios. Chris. All right. So <laughs> Quit calling us. So we <laughs> we uh we weren't expecting to have Chris, but we basically have just had a whole podcast with him calling in. <laughs> and I don't um, know if
0: anybody could hear him, but hopefully.
1: Hopefully. Um Either way, and I—it it looks like my phone hasn't died yet, so that's a good thing. Um, any reaction from you on the now that you know all the deals that were done, the three deals that were done? Jeanette's gone, mm. Roark's gone, and uh, who did I say? Jeanette Roark and um, I mean Trumel, Trumel, but uh, Tan, Roark, Jeanette, Jeanette Puig, Roark and Puig, duh. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> I mean um,
0: it it all it all makes sense. It's all I don't know. Those were all smart moves, I think.
1: Yeah, because they because they were all at the end of their deals, yeah. probably not re-signing them, so you either lose them and get some sort of compensatory draft pick under that rule or hopefully get something a little bit better. And obviously they got something a lot better uh for Puig and Trammell uh in in Trevor Bauer. We'll see. Uh, We'll see what Jamison Hanna has. Um, I'm not sure if he, I'm not sure what level he is. I know he's in the minor leagues, but um, he's an outfield prospect that I guess the Reds are pretty high on. Um, So you're, you're kind of, you're kind of replacing Taylor Trammell with him. So Mm -hmm. hopefully he's uh, he has just as much upside or even more. um, And that, and that comes to fruition. So we can pretty much end the, the, uh, the reds portion of this podcast sure? on that. Are you going
0: to be okay about doing that?
1: I, I talked it all out. You know, I talked it all out. I purposely didn't talk to anybody at work about this today. <laughs> People brought it up, but I kind of kept my opinion to myself. Number yeah. one, because I don't really have sure. enough time to talk about it the sure. way I wanted to. Um, But I did want to address it. I wanted to have a podcast at ten thirty last night, mm-hmm. as soon as all this happened, um, because I wanted to talk to, to you or Chris or both of you about it. Mm-hmm. But um anyway, I, it's
0: well, I mean it it's yeah, uh Scooter had a nice time here. I think everyone enjoyed having him.
1: Two excellent years here. Yeah. Uh
0: All-Star and had a good All-Star game when he played in the All-Star game. Four home runs. I mean, yeah, everybody everybody likes Scooter. He had definitely improved coming here. So best of luck to him
1: and he he was hurt most of this year he just came he's only played twenty games the last twenty games um and he's been honestly just terrible he's been terrible since he's been back but you know it's kind of they're really there's i keep feeling like it's getting close to the end of the season there's still two months left yeah. there you still have a third of the season left so um it's it's not Completely lost. I don't expect them to make a run to the playoffs or anything like yeah, that. But
0: do you think any of these? It doesn't seem like it. But do you think any of these moves were showing that management is giving up on the season?
1: No, I think they're It's the. I think it's the opposite of I think, that. Okay. I. I think bringing in Bauer now beyond next year. We're gonna have to see what happens with that. <clears throat> if they're not able to sign Bauer back, mm-hmm. then I don't know what you do there. Um, or maybe they end up flipping Bauer maybe they trade Bauer at the deadline next year if they don't feel like they're going to be able to sign him back um but you know at least this shows that Dick Williams is and he made all these moves in the preseason to bring Puig and you know to get Bailey out of here to bring Puig and Kemp and Farmer and Wood in here and um he he they really wanted to put a decent product on the field this this season and see what happened with signing these veteran guys Mm -hmm. um and and it's they've been better they're better this year than they have been for the last five years Mm -hmm. um and and so it's been more exciting and it's been a really weird season because the reds they're i forget what they are but they're like their run differential is like huge they've scored way more runs than their opponents Mm -hmm. but they're you know, eight games under five hundred or whatever. Have you heard of the
0: Pythagorean uh record?
1: It's like uh,
0: it's like an adjusted an adjusted record based on your run differential and the Reds are have a good Pythagorean record, like they're fifty five no well so I forget what it was, but
1: Which makes which makes sense. And and as a matter of fact, so it's funny that the first half of the season they they had a hard time hitting and their pitching was incredible. And then in the in the second half so far, pitching hasn't been it's been good, but not, not as good as the first half. Mm-hmm. And they're leading the national league since the all star break in like average uh slugging and on base or something like that. I, I was very surprised to hear that a couple of days ago. Um but they are. I I mean they're they're putting up they're putting up a lot more runs now, but yeah. like you know like last night in that terrible game they ended up giving up was it 11 12 runs or whatever yeah. and losing so um they they've got to find where they put it, put those put those together For a period of time. Now they've I think they just won their third straight series or something like that. So that's that's good progress. You gotta just you gotta concentrate on winning series. You're obviously not gonna win every game, but you have to concentrate on winning series, and that's what they're doing right now since the all-star break. So continue to do that. Have a strong last two months. You may be too far out or whatever, or have too many teams to jump over to have a chance to make the playoffs. But have a strong two months, see how Bauer does. See how the team looks differently. You know, Peraza's going to get more time. Um, uh, uh, The guy that you talked about, uh, outfield. uh, Uh, uh,
0: Eric Davis. uh, Yeah. Eric uh, Davis is going to get more playing time. Philip Irvin.
1: Philip Irvin's going to get more playing time. Now they've got like six guys playing the outfield if you're bringing Eric Davis back. So, um, but but (laughs) there are, there are, there's more room now for some of these other guys to get more more chances that have played well when they've been in there. So I'm just excited to see what these moves are going to end up doing this year, but more excited about next season. Um, long way away, but, um, we're going to see.
0: Did I see Suarez hit another home run today? I don't know that God, he is.
1: I know Mm -hmm. Winker had a good game and Castillo was excellent again. Um, that's all I really know about it because it was a, it was a day game. But, um, from what I understand, there were no, nothing, no big, nothing, nothing no big drama or anything like that. So glad for that. Glad for a win.
0: Get away day. They just wanted to get <clears throat> it over with.
1: Right. Um, so now I guess as Tanner Roark told us with a mouthful of beef and cheddar that they're heading down to Atlanta for a four game series, um, I look, he, he was eating a piping hot, delicious Arby's roast beef sandwich. So, and I don't blame the guy. Uh, and he looks like he likes Arby's. I'll be honest with you. He looks like he likes Arby's. Um, so I hope they have, look, I I really hope, I really hope they have, I hope they have Arby's in Oakland. I, I, I don't know if they do or not. It's it's probably one of those things that it's called something else, but it's Arby's. Um, I hope he can get himself a beef and cheddar and curly fries. Don't get a shake. The shake machine's broken. But <laughs> no, but the, but not the, gonna get a shake. <laughs> but uh, and they
0: only have Jamocha shake. That's the only <laughs> shake they, they have. They only have <laughs> yeah.
1: They moved away from chocolate and vanilla. Those weren't good sellers. <laughs> Jamocha shake though. They sell that when the machine's working.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: What are we 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 need to we need to move on to something else here. All right? Only
0: if you want to. Only if you
1: feel uh, my phone's right still working. My phone's still working. So, um I don't know, I can't see the battery life cuz we're on Facebook live, but uh <clears throat> your your first opportunity to co-host this. You had another opportunity, but you didn't want to do it. Yep. But uh let me put my headphones back on. Now okay. that Chris is sure. Not with us. Uh, I don't mean he died. I just mean he hung up. Don't rest in peace, Chris. Do not rest in peace. (laughs) Please. Um, (laughs) I want to ask you. I want to ask you something.
0: Yes. The answer is yes. I did get a new shampoo, it's a shampoo and conditioner. In one. Yep. Shampoo and conditioner. It says shampoo plus conditioner with caffeine and
1: menthol. So it has, ca- so it does have. So caffeine, it's coffee caffeine. and
0: cigarettes. Yeah, it's it's shampoo with coffee and cigarettes. <laughs> um, so yes, I did get that.
1: Boy, that's a that really is what that is. Yep. Man, that's that's mm. why
0: that's why I got it, because when you're having your morning <laughs> shower, you just want to get those over with. So you just work it into the hair, and uh, it sinks into the pores, and mm-hmm. you really feel a rush.
1: You can have your you can have your uh, your menthol cigarette and your well, you smoke a menthol cigarette. To get rid of the coffee breath, is that right? Yes. You,
0: yeah. And the shampoo bottle has a filter on it, so it you know you, it's a it's a menthol cigarette.
1: So it is. A, so it does have a filter. Yeah, because they have the non-filter shampoo. <laughs>
0: right. Well, right.
1: I didn't want that. No. <laughs> right. That was right, more right. expensive. Well, now do they have, and what? uh You yeah. don't have to tell me what brand is it again? It's Prell, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's Prell right you got it you got it a survey right i
0: I went to the to the shampoo survey i got some prel it was just handwritten on there with with caffeine and menthol somebody somebody wrote it in blue pen i don't know it was really weird but that's the one they gave me so okay so so far it's it's all right
1: so they have they have prel 100s yeah Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Filter or non-filter. Okay, and then and then I you think walk you walk g- in. They ask you filter or non-filter. You tell them which one you prefer, and then go from there.
1: Right, and then there's and then of course they have the Prel Ultralight, which which is um, yeah, it's just a little bit less caffeine and a little bit less menthol, uh, um, uh, but it, that one uh, has a filter though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so how is your showering experience different with this shampoo?
0: Uh, it wakes me up very quickly. Um, it smells like cigarettes. So that is kind of alarming that kind of wakes up your sense of smell in the morning. And, um, the, the caffeine just makes you take a quicker shower so I can get to work quicker and it's just it's been a real positive experience
1: now whenever i smoke i i typically smoke cigarettes in the shower too and and whenever i do that the uh the steam from the shower (laughs) the steam from the shower kind of combines that smoke that smoke come well the steam from the shower combines with the smoke and it and it really kind of uh gives this potpourri of of um Uh Of a of a real strong. I like when you use the word odor. the
0: words compensatory and potpourri in the same the same episode.
1: Well, if you if uh, everybody
0: it, on the message board loves when you say compensatory, so they're gonna be talking about that tomorrow.
1: I appreciate I appreciate your support of my use of the word compensatory. It's uh-huh. it's a it's a draft term. Right. But you made it up. So compensatorily right. if you if you smoke a cigarette in the shower those things, the 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 steam from the shower, the smoke from your cigarette combined. Mm-hmm. Is that the science behind mm-hmm. how vaping works? Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: That's how they make vape to put it in the little vape cigarette okay. cigarette things. So
1: they take yeah, so they, they take have a big those,
0: shower and they fill it with smoke mm-hmm. and they bottle And then, and they take the vape. They, bottle it.
1: they take the vape pen and they twist the top off yep. and it's just like a tube and they Yeah, and they just swirl it around right. the right. air. Scoop, and then, it, yeah. scoop it. Yeah.
0: Scoop it. You plug it and then you put the cap on and you and twist you the cap it. on at a nasty gas station. <laughs>
1: um, or at an Arby's. Arby's is is a, is a place that should mm-hmm. that should sell vape pens. Yes. I feel like you
0: can get a roast beef uh, flavor,
1: a beef and cheddar, uh, beef and cheddar vape. Yes, is is, is yes. a flavor that I don't understand why it is more popular. Um. When you go to the Vape Store though, mm-hmm. when you're when you're at the Vape Store. Shout va- out
0: Vapestore.com.
1: Vapestore.com or if you go to um uh Cincinnati Vapors. Shout on, out Cincinnati Vapors. On Glenway Avenue. Um you walk in there, what is the first what is the first thing that hits you uh sensory wise? Mm-hmm. I mean it, I'm sure it's a smell, right? Or is it a or, or are, you seeing, are you seeing something that really catches your eye more so than what you're, what you're inhaling when you walk in there?
0: Well, I, when I walk in, right before I walk into the vape shop, I, I grab a big chunk of dip and throw it in. So when I'm walking in, you know, I'm thinking about the dip. So that'll wear off in a couple minutes, and then I'll realize I'll be able to take it all in and then really, you know, be able to shop.
1: Is that the term? Is that the terminology in, in the uh, dip community? Uh, chunk. Yeah, chunk. Uh, chunk yeah, a chunk of dip. A chunk. What have you heard? Uh, well, I have. I'm not involved in the in the dip community like you are. So I am um I didn't know that it was called a chunk. I just didn't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, uh, although. It's a chunk of dip. Okay. A, and and I think I think dip. if it's I it's a dip chunk. Whatever. Uh, okay. And if I th- if I had heard of something, it may be a pinch of snuff. Uh because that was um
0: Well, for old men like you, that's what you called it. Old men
1: well and it's what, and, and I, I, I heard that from uh Barney uh Barney said that on the Andy Griffith show. Pinch of snuff. Pinch of snuff. Okay. So that's what I consider it. I'm just gonna call it a pinch of snuff every time I see somebody mm-hmm. throw a dip in. Sorry, a chunk of uh put a chunk of dip in. Chunk of dip, yep. Um so to me, that's a pinch of snuff. But if it's a chunk of dip, I'll ch- I'll dip. change. Yep. I'll I'll change up. Yep. I'll I'm, fight
0: I'm, you until you agree that it's a chunk of dip.
1: I I I I can adapt to that. I'll throw a ball at your head. I, no. Well, then I, what are you gonna do? Huh? Then then I'll I'll tell you what. Then what are you gonna do? Chris Witt is gonna come charging out of wherever are you gonna stand he is. Up like a man. He Chris Witt's gonna stand up like a man for me. He's gonna stand up like a man for me because I don't know that I can't do that. <laughs> but he's gonna come out and and, uh, and defend me. If you throw a ball at my head uh, for not calling it a chunk of dip, Chris will take care of that for me. That's a
0: good guy, if you ask me.
1: It is a good guy. Um he's the co host of this podcast. He's in he's um um uh an honorary he's uh, a beautiful Mexican boy. citizen right now. Yep. He's a beautiful boy. Yep. He's
0: um hasn't had a shirt on since last Tuesday.
1: Hasn't had a shirt on since he left on Sunday for Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure I I can't believe it's Wednesday. He's been there for three three or four days, and I have not gotten a picture of him in a speedo yet. <laughs> I mean, that's a staple every time the man goes on yeah. on vacation. The man sends me a picture of himself in a speedo on a beach or at a pool, and I'm 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 concerned. Honestly, I was concerned for his safety. I didn't know if he was okay because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen that picture yet. Um,
0: <clears throat> well, uh, he's gonna send them all on his his birthdays. Coming up in a little bit, he's gonna it is. save them all up and send them to you on his birthday.
1: His birthday's coming up. Your birthday's coming up before that. What do you want for your birthday?
0: A picture of Chris and a speedo in Mexico and on his current trip. So oh. work on that, please. Well, you can get that on Amazon. So oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so I and I have I have, I still have plenty of plenty of money on my Amazon gift card. Uh-huh. So I will. Um, okay. I'll do a search. Okay. I'll do a search. What do I search for? Um, hanger tattoos. Yep. Plus speedo, yep. plus um, nosebleeds. Yeah, or just nose. Just nose. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: In capital letters,
1: because <laughs> cap capital nose. Right. Okay. okay. Oh, is that what a big nose is? Is it a capital nose? uh Huh? Okay. Uh-huh. And capital then, letters. And then a small nose. A small nose on a person is a lowercase nose. That's right. what it's called. That's yep. the, that's actually the scientific. If you go to the doctor. And you have a condition where you have a small nose. You know, some people have the small nasal. Pa- so I have a big nose, small nasal passage, but um, that's, that's a lowercase nose. A, lower, a lowercase nose is a small nose. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't really know what my condition's called.
0: A lot of these ladies in, in uh, Hollywood are getting lowercase
1: noses. Right. Michael Jackson. Michael and Jackson. The other, got, the other ladies. Right. Michael
0: Jackson reduced that font size big time. He <laughs> got a lowercase nose.
1: All right. He's at about a six. He's at about six font right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I It's well, his <laughs> right <now, it's> Anyway. <laughs> uh, Chris. for the cough. Chris, please don't rest in peace. Michael Jackson, please rest <laughs> please in please peace. Please. And okay. Chris, please don't call back in today. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Chris, you're welcome to call back. Because we don't time. know if it's making it onto the recording. Thank you.
1: Um, yeah, and, and by the way, my phone <clears throat> told me twenty percent life, mm. um, and it's been up about maybe close to ten minutes now. So yeah. we might have uh, we're at the mercy of the phone. We're at the mercy of the phone. So, uh, but before we before we get uh, kicked off here, all you want for your birthday is that picture
0: and a chunk of dip and a chunk of dip. A chunk of, a chunk, a chunk of dip and a vial of
1: uh, Arby's vape. You are going to be in just a couple of weeks. You are going, as a matter of fact, a week. Don't, don't, don't. <clears throat> what a week from today? Is it? Well, two, I, I mean, two I, weeks from I, today? I, is it? I don't know. I think mm-hmm. it's two weeks from today. I don't know. You're gonna be, um, you're gonna be in your thirties. I'm
0: gonna ra- You'll be. A, you'll be able to round up to the next big number.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> you'll be 35 years old. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How does it make Ro- you feel?
0: Uh, I, as a as a 36 year old.
1: Yeah. Well, that's pretty close, thirty-seven. But um, I was helping you out. <laughs> I'm. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it makes me feel like you're going to be two years younger than me. Are we? Can Can I take you to Arby's on your birthday for your birthday?
0: Mm, you will have to pay me.
1: <laughs> I'll pay for your food.
0: No. If hey. you're if I'm going to Arby's, you have to you have to pay me.
1: You get to see though the folks that work at Argus <laughs> <laughs> Is that not payment enough?
0: Uh yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, we can go. Better make a reservation now though.
1: It's it's gonna be so what is that? What do you know what day it is? Is it a Wednesday? No, I don't know. It's it's a I think it's a Wednesday or a Thursday. Um Boy, I'm going to have to check. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to tell you what I'm going to do is tomorrow I'm going to call and ask how busy they usually mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. On, on a Wednesday and a Thursday. Right. And if they think a reservation's necessary or um, if they think I should wait a little bit and then make the reservation or, you know, if they if if there are any other special options, if they do birthday parties, right. Right, if right, they do birthday right. parties or if they send the cr- if they send the crew out to do one of those birthday songs. Uh huh.
0: Um, or if they let you go back and slice some roast beef for a little bit, slice. Yeah, I've always wanted to slice the roast beef,
1: and I've always wanted to um, pull a pull a bag of cheddar cheese out of the out of the cold box and cut it open and squeeze it out into a something whatever. Yeah, it's they... very gross. And speaking of <laughs> gross, um, have you heard that? <laughs> I sure hope this is wrong.
0: If you heard that the Arby's roast beef is, oh, do, 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 okay. <laughs> no, it could be worse. Uh, someone said it is a, it starts as a powder and you add water oh and it my God. solidifies. I'm, so, I'm sorry if that's wrong, but that's what I heard Please. recently. Solidifies into
1: what you're eating. How do they make the cow into a powder is <laughs> what I want to know. Yeah, it was never a cow. It uh, so it's a beef. So it's a so it's a beef. It's honestly it's a it's what like I do for a living. Probably they probably buy it from from a company like mine and and then they add water. (laughs) Like it's one of those old not filtered water.
0: No, 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 no,
1: <laughs> no. hose water from the porter's closet. Uh-huh. It yeah. d- or it could be uh, sink water from the bathroom. Yep. I think it might be sink water from the bathroom. And look, if that's not working, all you do is flush and you get clean water well, out of the toy. It is right?
0: clean. Chris would say it is clean water.
1: Out of the old toilet.
0: Hey, that's clean water, brother.
1: <laughs> Chris would say that. Was it not Chris that took a drink? It was Chris or Tony. It was either Chris or Tony that took a drink mm-hmm. to prove that it's clean water, took a cup and dipped it into a toilet, and <laughs> took a drink. I th- it was either Chris or Tony. I wouldn't put it past either. And I, mean. I need to find out as soon as possible. If Chris is still listening to this, text me. Text Joe, actually. Yeah. Text Joe if that was you that did that or if you know it was Tony uh-huh. or if you know it was somebody else. Somebody I know did that, and it was one of those two guys, I think.
0: It was them or White Chocolate, Bob Sinclair.
1: <laughs> shout out wc um wc b s c shout out shout out bob st Clair. shout out to to um trisha st Clair, not trisha st Clair, trisha leonard and uh and joe leonard who i guarantee you're on this thing if it's working if it's working joe is at least on uh because he's on every week he never misses so i'm assuming he's on there by the way shout outs to a lot of people who oh, listen to this thing Shouts out who who listen to this podcast each week or most weeks um and don't necessarily make it on the facebook live because we it is it's quarter after 12 right now quarter after midnight and uh we both have to work tomorrow and you're sick still so <clears throat> we should wrap this up soon but Um, I got a message on LinkedIn from a childhood friend that I haven't seen or spoken with in a long time. Mm -hmm. And he said he's listened to the podcast. Wow. So, uh, that was very cool. Very cool. Um, but I, I, people tell me all the time, like, man, I checked your podcast out. It's pretty good. And they always, they're always nice and say, good job or it's good. Or it's, you know, they make sure not to, not to lie about it and, and over exaggerate. But I I understand you know and I, and I usually just try to say it for them and and break the ice. Yeah, but and, we know what it really is. Yeah, and, and it's <laughs> right. <laughs> it's uh, your shoulders. Right. And you're pointing to your shoulders. Right. I don't know why. Right. But.
0: So you're saying you gotta wait to talk about the new rockets until next week. That's probably I, a good idea.
1: <clears throat> I don't necessarily have to. I mean, I can get your quick take on it. I. I why don't
0: you wait? Why don't you wait?
1: Why don't we wait? Okay, we'll wait on that. If I have something
0: to weigh in about it, I'll call in like Chris did. Call out in out of the blue.
1: Please call in next week. Okay. Call in. Don't plan on it. I will. Call in and then call in three times. <laughs> no I'm, shirt, right? I'm just kidding. make sure you're not wearing no a shirt. shirt. <laughs> and then in the uh, dark, so you can't see me. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. Right. Um. Anyway, no, we're we're kidding. We love Chris that he called, um, and and called into his own podcast, and uh, gave his two cents. Because this would have been a crazy podcast if we were in the Rum dum Studio mm. as normal and and looking at each other and oh. yelling back and forth. Ooh. Would you be Kella? Would I be Kella? No, I don't want to be, be that Clint guy. hurdle. No, two be- two new hips. Yeah, you know that that was the thing. That was another bad thing that it's him falling no that that made david bell look really bad when he ran yeah. by the way he came out of the of the clubhouse yeah, he after was, being ejected he
0: was almost in the shower you could tell he threw his pants back on no belt yeah, right, no right, belt no right, hat right
1: right he he did comb his hair before he came back he did out. Comb his but hair. <laughs> he combed his hair and he <laughs> A guy at work today said he looks like John Stewart, and I thought <laughs> the that Jets. the 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 uh, the hair definitely looked like <laughs> John Stewart's hair. Yeah. But um, anyway,
0: <laughs> he's like he's the Steve Kerr
1: of uh. He d- He looks a little bit the, like Steve the young-ish,
0: Kerr. the youngish, middle aged, uh, something about the jaw or something. I don't know. Never Retired
1: mind. in the last ten years Retired or so. In the Last ten years. But 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 one of those progressive smart guys about the game, right. and but he is but and he but that that was my thing is he ran out went right after Clint Hurdle and just gave him a big shove, yeah, and and that was bad and that was you could tell Clint Hurdle wanted no part of anything physical, yeah. because he was kind of standing back and even after after he got shoved he didn't go after him or anything they, they you know David Bell kind of like was verbally going after him after he shoved him and then was taken to the ground by one of their coaches I think and was kind of like headlocked and people were trying to pull him apart and when he finally got back up to his feet he just his main focus was Clint Hurdle and telling him what he thought about him and uh and I just thought that was a really bad move it almost reminded me not even close to the same thing but it reminded me of the in 04, I think it was when Pedro Mart, when Don Zimmer went after mm-hmm. Pedro Martinez, and Pedro um gave him the old <laughs> gave him the old the uh, old ole yeah gave him the old uh what do you call it conquista not nah, yeah. conquista ole uh, but anyway and he, he, <laughs> he kind of grabbed him by the face like he was gonna like he was gonna give him a kiss but did a little uh, muay thai move and mm. and clinched him down pulled his head down guy took a tumble it was weird. It was weird and it was um, terrible and little, just a little bit funny. But no, oh, no, no, no. It wasn't funny. It wasn't. No, funny. it wasn't
0: a little bit funny. It was a lot more than that. Okay.
1: It was very funny. Yeah. But it, because he was okay. Because, because he, woke, he was okay. He had a little a little tiny like nick on his nose. Yeah,
0: he will put an old man face band-aid on that. <laughs> and
1: he did do that. And he, he will go to
0: IGA with that face band-aid on. <laughs> oh my God.
1: That's disgusting. Yep. And uh <clears throat> yeah, and then he cried in his press conference after that. Yeah. <laughs> and poor Donnie. Poor Donnie Zimmer. Yeah. Old Cincinnati guy, West High. That's um great. Okay. There's no let's it's twelve twenty in the morning. We both have to go to uh, bed so that we can go to work tomorrow. The last thing that I that I have, mm-hmm. you're a guy that never talks about work. Yeah. Tell me why that is.
0: I'm much of a talker anyway, but um, I don't like to talk about work because, uh, partially because my work is fine, not a lot of drama, not a lot of issues, really, luckily. But... Um, I just like to uh, be not at work when i'm not at work i don't know
1: i that's yeah. fair that's totally fair. <clears throat> there are people who talk about every single detail of their work every single day mm-hmm. and um it's just funny to see how opposite <laughs> that is sometimes um <laughs> i just i i I don't know very much about what you do because you never talk about it. Right. Totally fine. But I and just. And you never will. And that's fine. You never will. That's fine. You. Uh, and
0: I, I, frankly, I don't want to know what you do.
1: And. and Because when you're at work. It doesn't matter. <laughs> when you're
0: at work. Yeah. You're at work. You're busy. I'm not coming to hang out with you and see what you do.
1: No. No. Nope. nope. Um so what I do for a living. I'm just kidding. I don't I don't care about we it. We don't either. care. Right, right? Right. And that's why cuz nobody really cares what you do. Um Right. If you, if they ask you, tell them be courteous and tell them I
0: do something for a company that pays me money.
1: Yeah. This um That's
0: all you need to know.
1: <laughs> that's good cuz otherwise it wouldn't be work. Nope. <clears throat> all right. <clears throat> I think that's about it. We don't have any, uh, we don't have any music to go out on, uh, but thank you, Gastrointestinal Joe.
0: You're welcome. Thank you to trainingpersonally.com, ohio-mc.com, and delhighdugout.com for your continued support. Mm-hmm. Go patronize them. Go to their websites and read about what they do.
1: Yes, and uh,
0: Cool Ranch Doritos. Cool Ranch Doritos as well. As well, shout out Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs>
1: um, I don't
0: care if you're stale. You're still good
1: still pretty good. Cool Ranch Doritos
0: good. are fine whenever. Yeah.
1: Better fresher. Better fresh. Still not bad. Right. It's the it's the sauce on top. Thank you for uh, joining us on Facebook. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, we're going to well, we'll be back. We should be back next week. Regular time, studio, people, everything. And uh, we will be we don't know, even know what we're going to be talking about next week, except for one thing that I know you'll is— You'll talk
0: about Puig for four hours, mm-hmm. and then you'll no talk no. about something else.
1: I don't have anything to say about Puig anymore. He's not on the Reds um, unless he does something major that is newsworthy. Uh-huh. Uh Otherwise, I'm done with that. Okay. But here's how you know when it, when your show, when your podcast has, got, has hit the big time. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. When you have a regular listener— send you a gift. Oh yeah. And that has happened. Chris doesn't know about this yet. I don't know if he's still listening, but uh, a a gift has been uh, given, has been transported. It is in my possession now and it is for Chris. um, And it is in reference to a comment that he made on an episode of the nosebleeds. And he is going to get that next week.
0: Is it speedo related?
1: It is not Speedo related. God. I'm sorry, Chris. Thank God. (laughs) Hey, you didn't have to sit in the studio and do an entire podcast with him in a Speedo
0: at eye level. No, that's very gross. (laughs) Uh,
1: It's gross, but we still love you, Chris. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we will see you uh, next
0: time. Let me say it in Spanish first, and then you can say it in English. No sé olvide encender los faros.
1: That was as American as you could say that in Spanish. Don't forget to turn your lights on. Headlights on I see. That's why Chris does it. That's why Chris says it. Don't forget to turn your headlights on.